Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Temperatures tomorrow will top out between 45 and 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 at DuPont Circle, 44 Germantown, Annandale, 46 degrees. At 659. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Brendan Hazelton. I'm Ian Kramer. Coming up to... Two breaking stories on WTOP. The U.S. launches retaliatory strikes against Iran-backed militias in Iraq and Syria, hitting more than 85 targets. Also breaking tonight. A high-profile school superintendent in our region has now lost her job. We'll have the latest from WTOP's Kate Ryan. What is the punishment for a man convicted of shooting a pregnant woman in D.C. about six years ago? Because of their incomes and credit scores, they were denied a place to live. I'm Scott Gelman. We still haven't seen details of the new measure aimed at reform the southern border, but it could come out tomorrow. We are following the latest live with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. He'll join us at 7.15. Gains on Wall Street, Dow up 135. 7 o'clock. U.S. retaliatory strikes inside Iraq and Syria. They were conducted against 85 targets. Final homecoming for three U.S. soldiers. Silence enveloped the tarmac as the cases were removed. The jury is set to begin deliberating in trial of Michigan school shooter's mother. Mrs. Crumbly is not guilty. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. Central Command says U.S. military forces have conducted multiple airstrikes on Iranian-backed militia groups in Iraq and Syria. This in response to the drone strike in Jordan that killed three U.S. soldiers. CBS's David Martin at the Pentagon. Facilities that were struck included command and control, operations centers, intelligence centers, rockets and missiles, and unmanned aerial vehicle storage and logistics and munitions sites belonging to both the militias and to the Iranian Revolutionary Guards. President Biden says that the U.S. response began today and, quote, it will continue at times and places of our choosing. CBS's Margaret Brennan. The U.S. has not assessed that Tehran directed this attack, but President Biden did say he holds Iran responsible for providing the weapons and the assistance to the militias that did. An Iraqi military spokesperson condemns the U.S. strikes as a violation of its sovereignty. The remains of the three U.S. service members killed in Jordan have been returned to the U.S. The dignified transfer of these three Americans killed in a drone attack in Jordan by Iran-backed militants was a solemn event of grace and the utmost dignity. The flag-draped cases were carried by six pallbearers, each wearing white gloves and military fatigues. Silence engulfed the unfolding scene as each case was carried past the families, the president, the first lady... And the top military brass. The president appeared stricken as the cases were carried to a waiting van and carefully placed inside. The pallbearers then raised their final salute to the fallen as the van slowly pulled away. Lindy Kenyon, CBS News, the White House. Deliberations begin on Monday in the trial of the mother of the Oxford, Michigan's high school shooter. Jennifer Crumley is facing involuntary manslaughter charges for allegedly ignoring her son's mental health and making a gun available to him. Prosecutor Karen McDonald. It takes the unthinkable. And she has done the unthinkable. Crumley's lawyer, Shannon Smith. If you have just one reasonable doubt about the case, you must vote not guilty. 
A federal judge in D.C. postpones former President Trump's March trial on charges of plotting to overturn the 2020 election. No new date set yet. On Wall Street, stocks closed up. The Dow jumped 135 points. Now this. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. 7.03 here on WTOP, Friday evening, February 2nd, 2024, DuPont Circle, 45 degrees at this hour. Could be down all the way to 30 degrees in the suburbs to start the weekend. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. She had been leading Maryland's largest school system, but now Montgomery County Superintendent Monifa McKnight has resigned. Let's find out what happened here with WTOP's Kate Ryan. Friday afternoon, the Montgomery County Board of Education announced it reached an agreement with Superintendent Monifa McKnight and that she'd step down effective immediately. The board cited a need to, quote, rebuild trust, begin to heal. This after the controversy over a principal accused of sexual harassment and bullying became public in August. That triggered investigations into how the school system handled allegations of employee misconduct. Montgomery County Councilmember Will Jawando leads one of the council committees that has a hearing on school operations next week. That hearing is very much still on, said Jawando. These are not something that just happened. These are over multiple boards, multiple superintendents, and problems that have persisted uh, and that were deep. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Stay with us here for more and read more at WTOP.com. New tonight, a D.C. man gets more than a quarter century in prison for shooting a pregnant woman back in 2018 in southeast D.C. 32-year-old Joshua Hamphill was sentenced today, about seven months after being found guilty. The sentence was 26 years behind bars. Prosecutors say in late September 2018, Hamphill went to the home where his former girlfriend was staying with a friend. In a fit of rage, prosecutors say he fired a round into the door, went into the apartment, then chased the women into a small closet where he fired two rounds that hit the friend in the back of the head and in her left hand. The woman was 24 weeks pregnant at the time she was shot. She received emergency neurosurgery at MedStar Washington Hospital Center. Both she and the baby survived. 705, one early morning last summer, four stores around the D.C. region were firebombed. Now, nine months later, indictments against the two suspects are unsealed. WTOP's John Doman tells us it comes now that both men are finally in custody. It's not clear what the motivation was, but 23-year-old Khalil Rollins and 33-year-old Garrett Bragg face four federal felonies, accusing them of detonating Molotov cocktails at banks in District Heights in D.C.'s Brentwood neighborhood, as well as a Nike store and Safeway grocery store in Northeast. All of them happened in less than an hour's time in the early morning hours of July 2nd. And while no one was hurt, there were employees at work inside the Safeway at the time. Rollins has been held since his arrest in the fall. Bragg was taken into custody in Southeast last September, but broke his leg trying to run. Somehow, he was released from the hospital, and it took authorities until December to track him down, hiding inside of an attic in Temple Hills. John Dome in WTOP News. The two D.C. apartment complexes in question here are now accused, the people running them now accused, in a new lawsuit of discrimination for requiring possible renters to have a minimum salary as well 
as a certain credit score. WTOP Scott Gelman has this report. They are practices that perpetuate housing segregation in D.C. Joanna Wasik with the Washington Lawyers Committee for Civil Rights says even the website had discriminatory statements on it. Air Communities owns the complexes in McLean Gardens and Logan Circle. It's really important for tenants who have vouchers to have housing choice to be able to move into those communities. Eviction records in D.C. are sealed after three years, but the company's accused of not taking any tenants with an eviction record. They are discriminating against people with old eviction records. And Wasik says renters can't be denied because of income or credit score. Scott Galman, WTOP News. WTOP has asked Air Communities for comment, and we're waiting. We're into the final hours here of Groundhog Day. With the rather mild temperatures, it is beginning to feel a little like not winter, although we've got a cold night ahead. Anyway, we wanted to see what a local rodent has to say about our future weather. Here at DuPont Circle, hundreds were gathered around this fountain to hear whether Potomac Phil saw his shadow. If you've been around here for a while, you know that Phil doesn't come out of his burrow much, in large part because he's stuffed. I've been instructed which scroll to read. For Potomac Phil's weather and political predictions, Potomac Phil did not see his shadow. So it's going to be an early spring and six more months of political gridlock. In Phil we trust. In DuPont Circle, Neil Orgenstein, WTLP News. Along with Groundhog Day, it was also National Job Shadow Day. And for some local students, that meant a visit to Nats Park to get an up-close look at what it takes to work in the front office. You have to be out there to actually learn it. Blue High School junior Christian Osborne is one of the 30 DCPS students who spent their day at Nats Park learning directly from the team's front office staff. I always want to widen my view of like certain jobs. And Chancellor Lewis Farabee says that's the goal of the Nationals Job Shadow Day. I'm hopeful that we have more um, minorities in leadership positions in professional sports. And I think it starts with that exposure. Cheyenne Coran, WTOP News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, Facebook is on a tear. And one of Jose Andres' large restaurants in D.C. responds to calls by the staff to unionize. Good to have you here tonight to start the weekend. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Bob Imler is in the traffic center. Yeah, this Friday rush hour is pretty much in the books. We have a couple of spots out there that are a little bit slow yet. Baltimore-Washington Parkway between Riverdale and uh, Laurel, we do have some delays. A little bit slow getting up there past Powder Mill Road. Maybe something on the shoulder there, but 95 is doing all right, as is 270. 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs well, and Beltway, for the most part, has very little delay at this point, both in Maryland and in Virginia. In Virginia, on Route 7 westbound, west of Bluemont, and before the Shenandoah River had a crash there, the other two that were on Route 7, that is now gone. And on 95 northbound, some delays getting out of Garrisonville up at Quantico with a truck that was stopped on the roadway. Listener found that southbound the lanes are open and running well on both 395 and 95 in the district. Brief slowdowns southbound on DC 295. Getting past Benning Road toward East Capitol Street. Not much else going on. Things are generally good uh, just about all around the region right now. The WTOP Traffic Studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. You can finance 60 months now with no money down, not a cent out of pocket. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. 
Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now we're going to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Those clouds are moving out, our skies clearing, and temperatures here this evening will be in the 40s, so a little on the chilly side. A cold start for your day tomorrow, mainly clear, 30 to 36 degrees. For tomorrow afternoon, we're forecasting 45 to 50 degrees with mostly sunny skies. Saturday is going to be a little cooler than your Sunday. Temperatures on Sunday anywhere from about 48 to 55 degrees, much higher than average. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. DuPont Circle 44, Germantown 44, Annandale 46 degrees. Some parts of the area could be down to about 30 overnight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news, 10 and 40 past the hour. We're going to Jeff Claybaugh. Facebook set a Wall Street record Friday at stock rally 21%, adding $200 billion in market value, the biggest single-day market value gain ever. U.S. companies added a more than expected 353,000 jobs in January. Jose Andres' DC restaurant, The Bazaar, has responded to employee calls to unionize by saying it'll voluntarily recognize their bargaining unit. The Dow and the S&P 500 rallied to records again Friday. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. For the week, the Dow and S&P were up almost 1.5%. The Nasdaq gained about 1% this week. Coming up, when are we going to get a look at the details of that new Senate immigration bill? And for that matter, does it stand much of a chance of passing to change how things are done along the southern border? We're about to go live to Scott McFarlane of CBS News in just a few. Stay with us. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. The following is a paid message. I have been driven to my knees many times because there was no place else to go. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and these words were spoken by President Abraham Lincoln. You know, Lincoln is right. Many times in the vicissitudes of life, there simply is no other place to go but to God on our knees. Now, the great news of the Bible is that this is not an empty, fruitless exercise, because the Bible tells us there really is a living God out there and who really is willing to intervene in the affairs of this world on our behalf. But God only commits himself to do this for those who have surrendered their lives to Jesus Christ. Not a sermon, just a thought. For more information on Not a Sermon, Just a Thought, you can check out our website at notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. Stay with us here on WTOP. We're minutes away from a CBS News special report on the new U.S. airstrikes in both Iraq and Syria. We're told the whole thing lasted about 30 minutes, targeting seven facilities. This is, of course, payback for the drone strike on U.S. service members last weekend, the deadly strike, the remains of the three soldiers brought back here to the United States just earlier today. Stay with us on WTOP, your breaking news, traffic and weather station. Do you have three ex-wives and your current trophy wife wants a life insurance policy three times the size of the policies you had to purchase for your previous mistakes? If so, you need to call Big Lou at Term Provider, 800-859-3220. Big Lou is intimately familiar with your problems. And if you're 50 to 60 years old and in reasonably good health, a $1 million policy should only cost about $100 to $200 per month. Big Lou may have a solution for your previous policies as well. You may even save enough money to lighten the load on your new $1 million policy. Remember... 
Call Big Lou. He's like you, except he's only on number two. Call Term Provider at 800-859-3220. That's 800-859-3220 for a million dollars in term life insurance that you can live with. Call Big Lou at 800-859-3220. 800-859-3220. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 714, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us today. What, if anything, will be done by Congress to change the situation along the southern border? Senate negotiators have reached a deal on a proposal to overhaul the asylum system. It clears the way for Democratic and Republican Senate leaders to start the difficult job of convincing Congress to pass a national security package that will include tens of billions of dollars for Ukraine and immigration enforcement, as well as funding for Israel and other American allies. Connecticut Democratic Senator Chris Murphy One of the negotiators posted on social media that a deal has been reached and text of the bill would be released over the weekend. Let's get more tonight live from CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane. Scott, we're on the verge of seeing an actual bill. What's the latest that you can report? This has been anticipated for a while. They've been negotiating this for more than a month and so many senators are waiting to announce their positions till they see the text. And we could see the text this weekend. By the way, Dimitri, just what thousands of local congressional staffers want, a multi-hundred-page bill with huge implications released over their weekend. Um, But that notwithstanding, the Senate Majority Leader thinks they can get this to a vote, an initial vote, as early as Wednesday in the U.S. Senate. But this is a bigger problem than releasing text and scheduling votes. There's no indication right now this has a critical mass of Republicans who will back it in the Senate or any Republicans who'd be willing to champion this in the U.S. House. It's a long way to go, even once they release it. Yeah, and we know uh, the many comments like dead on arrival or something like that, or bad bill, that's something that former President Trump says a lot. But are there Republicans that may want to think twice about this? They've wanted change at the border for so long. Here's their opportunity, and really without a lot in there for Democrats, actually. We're about to find out. Here's the pro and the con on this in terms of timing. Um, Senate Major- Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says the timing's actually perfect to cut a thorny uh, issue like immigration into a compromise because there's elections coming up. Positions, powers could change. Both sides are at the table. If things change in November, maybe one side walks away from the table. That's the argument in favor of doing the deal. The argument against it is the timing's actually tricky <laughs> also because there's primaries coming up. I don't mean presidential primaries. I mean congressional primaries. We're weeks away from some Republicans trying to hold off Republican challengers. And one way to do that is not to get outflanked by a Trumpier or further right Republican. So if Donald Trump says he doesn't like the bill, Republicans in the U.S. House may be inclined to go along with him, block any efforts to put that on the floor. It's a real treacherous path ahead. But there is a path, which is more than we could say in a long time on immigration. Indeed. Well, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is arguing that Republican politicians' claims that the southern border is open are inaccurate and harmful. He says they may even encourage more migrants to try to reach the U.S. He just gave an extensive interview to The New York Times. Let's not forget, though, there have been efforts and votes uh, to impeach Mayorkas. They started the process in the U.S. House to do so earlier this week when a House committee voted out two articles of impeachment against Mayorkas, claiming he's breached the public trust and has failed to enforce immigration law. Democrats have been unambiguous, Dimitri. They say all of this is a political ploy. They say it's nonsense. But this will likely go to the full U.S. House for an impeachment vote. It could happen as early as next week. And that would be 
a rare thing. Only one cabinet secretary in U.S. history has ever been impeached, and that was for bribery in the 1800s. That said, there's a very narrow margin for error right now in the U.S. House. They can lose only two or three votes, and that's if everybody shows up. That's always a big if, you know, during flu and cold season. And one Republican from Colorado has already said he's not on board with this, that it's a step too far. Wish you a good weekend, Scott, and, of course, a lot of hard work to come for all of us here. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Same to you. And that's Scott McFarland live on WTOP, CBS News, congressional correspondent. Top stories here on WTOP. A Montgomery County Public School Superintendent Monifa McKnight out of a job tonight. The U.S. hit hard at militias in Iraq and Syria, retaliating for that deadly drone attack that took the lives of three U.S. soldiers. President Biden and the First Lady were at Dover Air Force Base as the bodies of the service members were returned today. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. In fact, we're getting close to another CBS special report. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks with Bob Imler in the traffic center. On 95 northbound in Virginia, getting up to Quantico, slow getting to a truck stopped on the roadway. So be alert for that just after Quantico before Triangle. Uh, as you come up from Garrisonville, we do have delays there as a result of that. But southbound 395 and 95 run without delay. On 66, things are pretty quiet around the region. In fact, all over around the Beltway, there are no delays uh, either in Maryland or in Virginia, BW Parkway, 95 each with only brief slowdowns here and there, and clear sailing on 50 to the Bay Bridge and in great shape up and down 270. Did have a crash on westbound Route 7 uh, west of Bluemont. believe it's out of the roadway uh, just before you get to the, Sus- uh, the uh, Shenandoah River, I should say. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 a month provides a $50, I should say, provides a food kit. To feed a family for a month, just text the word radio to 97646. Sponsored by Compassion International. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Right, Bob, now we're headed to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Clouds have been taking their sweet time moving out, but by morning, we're going to be mainly clear. Temperatures this evening in the 40s with a dry evening for you. 30 to 36 degrees, the range in temperatures for early Saturday. For Saturday afternoon, 45 to 50 degrees. And a little warmer on Sunday between 48 and 55 degrees. Both Saturday and Sunday, I'm tracking sunshine for us. And even for much of next week, your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, all looking dry. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Alexandria 47, Penn Quarter 46, Columbia 43. Some parts of the area could fall below freezing to about 30 overnight. We're brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, President Biden says if you harm an American, we will respond. We've got a special report on new airstrikes in Iraq and Syria. Once again, MedStar Washington Hospital Center is ranked among the nation's top cardiology, heart and vascular surgery programs, and the only cardiovascular center in the Washington, D.C. region to be ranked by the U.S. News & World Report Best Hospitals 2023-24 Survey. Dr. Stuart Seides, executive director of the MedStar Heart and Vascular Institute, notes, the entire team feels a genuine sense of pride and accomplishment in this well-deserved and ongoing recognition. For more information about the MedStar Star Heart and Vascular Institute, visit MedStarHealth.org. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. 722. 
Dad's doctor says it's time to focus on quality of life and comfort. I'm not sure where to start. I'm glad you called, Jessa. We can help. When you reach out to Jessa, our hospice nurse will meet you at home for an assessment that's completely covered by Medicare to create a comprehensive care plan so you can truly be present in the moments you and your loved one share. Medicare and most insurances cover hospice 100%. Contact Jessa at JSSA.org. Proudly serving Montgomery County. Breaking news on WTOP. CBS News special report. The White House says it's not looking for a war with Iran as U.S. planes were hitting targets linked to Tehran in Syria and Iraq, all in response to last weekend's drone strike that killed three U.S. service members. Pentagon correspondent David Martin. The strikes began at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and they were conducted against 85 targets with numerous aircraft to include long-range bombers flown from the United States. That would be the B-1 bomber. The airstrikes employed more than 125 precision munitions. CBS News military analyst and retired Army Colonel Jeff McCausland on KMOX St. Louis. Unclear exactly the extent of the targets. Widely believe, I think, that this will be, if you will, an air campaign of a couple of days as we hit targets, do battle damage assessment, and then hit those targets a second time. Uh, if in fact required. Correspondent Margaret Brennan. The U.S. has not assessed that Tehran directed this attack, but President Biden did say he holds Iran responsible for providing the weapons and the assistance to the militias that did. National Security Spokesman John Kirby says the U.S. informed Iraq of the attacks on three militia targets inside its borders in advance. Iraq says the attacks are a violation of its sovereignty. They began after a dignified transfer ceremony Dover Air Force Base for the remains of the three Americans killed. CBS News Special Report. I'm Peter King. We will continue to follow the latest developments. Another special report is on the way in minutes. And at 745, we'll go live to Tom Carrico. He's a senior fellow with the International Security Program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies to further discuss these new airstrikes and where we may be headed from here in the Middle East. 724, also new tonight, a former NFL player and renowned actor has died. Carl Weathers' work was best known from the Rocky movies, but he acted steadily over the decades, including in the recent Star Wars hit series, The Mandalorian. Carl Weathers, who starred as Apollo Creed in the Rocky franchise, has died. He was 76 years old. Weathers appeared in more than 75 films and TV shows, including Predator, The Mandalorian, Happy Gilmore, Action, Jackson, and of course... He played Creed in the first four Rocky films. What's the matter with you? Tomorrow. It's good tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. His family said in a statement in part he died peacefully in his sleep, adding, Carl was an exceptional human being who lived an extraordinary life through his contributions to film, television, the arts, and sports. He has left an indelible mark. Michelle Polino, Fox News. Sports at 25 and 55. Now 725 as we go to Rob Woodfork. And also the Raiders uh, put out a statement today about Carl Weathers. He actually played linebacker for the Raiders uh, back in the day. The uh, Wizards in heats underway over at Capital One Arena where the home team has lost nine times in a row. It is the Wizards in front early on, 15 to 13. Another hot start for Kyle Kuzma, folks. Uh, Seven points. To lead all scorers in the game, he's uh, knocked down two of three shots. The Wizards, six of ten from the floor to start. Uh, the lone three-pointer in five tries coming 
from Kuzma. The commanders have yet to officially announce Dan Quinn as head coach.